they bounced up and down for a little while, and the little girl giggled in delight and explained, Well, how did you like that? Although Isabel's body had come to a full stop, her heart continued to bounce rapidly, and she couldn't catch her breath. She did not seem to be getting any air. She was in pain. Isabel rubbed her chest and held her throat, but to no avail. The little girl came close and touched her lightly, and instantly she was calm and peaceful. What did you do? Isabel asked. Nothing, the little girl answered. You did something. What did you do? Isabel demanded. I just set you to heaven time, she said, looking gently at Isabel. Heaven time? Am I dead? Isabel asked, alarmed. No, but you asked for my help back in church, remember? She said simply. Oh, Isabel responded, now recalling her craving for her hidden sweet while she was supposed to be preparing her heart to receive Jesus in the Holy Communion. As soon as she remembered the sweet, it appeared in plain view for the two of them to see. Inside its golden wrapper, inside the newspaper, and inside the hollow in the root of the peach tree. So, that is what you are contemplating, trading for the majesty of our Lord. Hmm, the little girl asked. Isabel was speechless. Not only could she see through the hollow in the peach tree, she could also see anything on earth that flashed into her mind. As soon as Isabel thought about anything, it presented itself in plain view. She thought about her mother, and she saw her mother. She saw her house, and she saw the church. She could even see all the people inside the church. The little girl quickly touched her again and said, Whoops, I forgot. <laughs> and she giggled again. Immediately, Isabel's vision was limited, and she could see only the object of her near downfall. She tried to pick it up, but it oozed something awful, and it sent shocks of disgust through Isabel's system. How did you do that? Isabel asked, pulling her hands quickly back to her side. Nothing. I didn't do anything, the little girl answered, moving slightly away. Then why does it feel and smell so bad? And why does it make me feel so sick just by touching it? Isabel asked. Earthly things are like that. They are worthless and foul when you compare them to what God has in store for you. And the sooner you realize what they are and what their purpose is, the better, the little girl said, now slowly elevating a good ways up from Isabel. Isabel had to look up to see her face. And what is this, if not a chocolate bar? And what is its purpose, if not to be eaten and enjoyed? Isabel asked. Good question. And this is why I answered immediately your plea for help. And this is why I brought you here, she said authoritatively. Isabel tried to go where the little girl was standing, but she couldn't. The little girl, noticing her attempt, told her, This is as far as you are allowed to go for now. Lie down, make yourself comfortable, and listen carefully as you have never listened before. What you decide to do, 
with what I'm going to tell you will determine your fate, the little girl said emphatically. Isabel answered almost sarcastically. This sounds very serious. I guess this is my day of reckoning. Two grand talks in one day. First my mother with her story about some woman named Mina, and now you. Isabel lay down flat on her belly with her arms anchoring her chin. She looked up at the little girl whose countenance had changed. Although she was still that little girl, her whole body was aglow, and it seemed that a light inside her was making her translucent. Isabel was mesmerized. She became focused and attentive to what she was hearing and seeing. The little girl then said, You are blessed, Isabel. God has been trying to get your full attention for a long time. You are sitting on a fence right now. You don't know what to do, what to think, or what to believe. 